Good evening, people. It's Hannah. It's 4.46 on Saturday. We have a new show for you coming right up. But I wanted to jump on quickly and say that this was supposed to go up yesterday, but I ran into some tech problems uploading, so we're doing it today. Um, I wanted to remind everybody that if you are willing and are able to do so at this moment, you can subscribe to this program on a monthly basis. There is an option to make a monetary donation on a monthly basis by getting a subscription to this show, uh, starting as starting at as little as 99 cents per month. Anchor.fm slash high-on-spirits. Click support and you can subscribe to our show. You can help keep this operation afloat. Richie and I and our whole team would greatly appreciate it. So without further ado, here is episode six of The Mez. Please enjoy. Happy weekend. Okie dokie, kids, it's Hannah. And it's Richie, your certified freak seven days a week. (laughs) Welcome to the Mez, kids. It's episode six. Happy to have you. We're recording this on Tuesday, September 1st. That is important uh, for reasons we'll talk about in a minute. But let's dive into the playlist for this week. Dun-dun-dun-dun! Uh, Richie, what three yeah. records have you listened to this week? Oh, yes. So I have listened to, there's a great album, uh, a live album by uh, Carlos Santana that I've been listening to called Sacred Fire. Um, it is Carlos Santana Live in South America from 1993. That's a great one. If you, what I love about that record is um, their version of Oye Como Va, which is one of my favorite live ones that they do. In the middle of it, they go into this great breakdown where what happened, I think, a year or two before, um, Santana was scheduled to play at, in a venue in Georgia, and the KKK actually drove him out of, like, that. So in the middle of it, and whoever's in his band, they all made a pact to never go back to Georgia. So right in the middle of Oye Como Va, you just hear, never go back to Georgia, baby. I'll never go back, back, back. So that's a great record. Um, some really great stuff on it. Uh, Viva La Vida. Life is for Living is great on that. The version of Soul Sacrifice is also great. Um, Europa is one of my favorites on this record as well. So, and then I kind of went down into like a Santana rabbit hole and he did an album that came out last year called Africa Speaks. Really great album, um, Africa based. So a lot of African sounds in there. Some really great stuff on that album, such as a uh, Oye este mi canto, this is my song, and or listen, this is my song, and uh, Yo me lo merezco, which I don't know uh, what that is translated to, but two great records on that. And then the last record I listened to was, I, my dad's been getting me to listen to Steely Dan lately. So he, I've been listening to Katie Lied, the 1975 album by Steely Dan. So um, some great stuff on there that I've been listening to, Black Friday, uh, Daddy don't Daddy don't live in that New York City no more. Everyone's gone to the movies and um, Rose Darling are some great songs on that record. So yeah, those are three records that I've been listening to. Sick, awesome. Those are all way cool. Um, I've been listening to a few things, and it's kind of been all over the map. And I have my Bandcamp in front of me, so I can refer to all these things. Mm-hmm. 
So one of my favorite things to do is to do yoga to doom metal. I don't know if Oof. people know if this is a thing, but it very much is. So my friend Julian, shout out to Julian, is buds with this band called Thou, as in like thou shalt, you know, thou shalt <laughs> <Yeah>. not kill. <laughs> yes, Julian. Julian, yes. Yeah, shout out to Julian. Um, whenever whenever I hear the name Julian, all I think of is Madagascar. Yeah, exactly. The, that's such hello, a freaks. Yeah, right. Um, so <laughs> they released a comp on Bandcamp called a Primer of Holy Words. This came okay. on August fourteenth. So this came out a couple of weeks ago, and it's just a bunch of covers. Um, oh, nice that they did it's super fucking heavy and it's so good and they're great dudes i got to see them open up um i'm sorry they headlined a show at mass art emma ruth rundle and seed great local sludge metal band played Mm -hmm. and um it was such an amazing amazing show but it's got a really great cover of no no excuses Mm -hmm. by alpha chains a ton of Sabbath covers. It's super good on Bandcamp. The other thing that I found on Bandcamp today that absolutely devastated me in like the, a way that you would want an album to devastate you is mm-hmm. the new Penny and Sparrow record called Let a Lover Drown You. Mm-hmm. These songs are like heartbreakingly beautiful. So fucking good. Um, really, really, some of them are really, really sad. You know, lamentations on lost love, the ending of a relationship, the, you know, the crossroads that you hit when a relationship hits a roadblock or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But all around just an exquisite, exquisite collection of songs. It's called Let a Lover Drown You. And the last thing that I have been listening to is the Weedian Volume 2 comp from the good people at Magnetic Eye, I think, put this out. But it's the Weedian Volume 2. This came out uh, in July of last year. And it's just a really great collection of a whole bunch of stoner metal. So you've got Dope Witch, Druggist, Pagan Worship, Some of All Fears, Village Creep, um... Our Lives Will Be Erased by the Shifting Sands of the Desert, which is an amazing name for a band. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, you know, his name is Death, Marrow of Gloom. Really cool comp, uh, super, super heavy, and great to meditate to if you're a metalhead. So that's what's on the playlist this week. Uh, let's dive into some music news really quick before we get to our uh, discussion for the main part of this mm-hmm. episode, um, Netflix is putting out a Woodstock 99 documentary. Did you see that? I did. Yes. You told me about it. Isn't that so exciting? <laughs> I, I'm excited to just see how much mud it was thrown everywhere. I know. So if anybody's looking for a really good like roundup of what the hell happened at Woodstock 99, I... Um, I direct you to um, Rob Sheffield's fantastic story in Rolling Stone, now on rollingstone.com. It's called Rage Against the Latrine. <laughs> Highly awesome. recommend, right? Highly recommend you go check that out. There's also a great 
Rolling Stone Music Now podcast, Brian Hyatt and Rob Sheffield talk about their experiences and just how crazy it was. But the um, the documentary will be on Netflix soon. So that's I'm excited for that. Right? What did you ex- f- what did you find this week? Oh yeah, I'm excited for Farm Aid coming up um, September 26th. They're going completely digital and virtual for Farm Aid, uh, which I'm really excited about to see this kind of grassroots like kind of helping out farmers in America festival to then go digital uh, and stray from the analog style that it's usually done in. I'm excited because uh, some great headliners this year, Willie Nelson, Neil Young, John Mellencamp, Dave Matthews, um, Jack Johnson, Bonnie Raitt, Brandy Carlisle, and Boz Skaggs. Those are the main people. They're also going to have um, Chris Stapleton, uh, John Batiste, Edie Brickell with uh, Charlie Sexton, um, uh, the record company, uh, the Warren Treaty, Nathaniel Rateliff, which I'm excited to listen to his set. So yeah, get your tickets um, over on digital. Um, we can link the, I'll send you the link to the um, Rolling Stone uh, article about it. But yeah, it's gonna be wicked fun. Um, that'll take a, that'll be a good. What day is that? The twenty sixth. That'll be a great Saturday night uh, when you're home alone and you want something to do. Uh, first, watch Home Alone and then watch Farm Aid. Or if you're in school like me, you can watch mm-hmm. the recorded Zoom meeting of the class that you missed. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. That's uh. That's that's also what you can do. So that's the music mm-hmm. news roundup. If there's anything you think that we missed, feel free to hit us up at High on Spirits on Facebook. But today is September the 1st, 2020. Mm-hmm. What happened 45 years ago on this day? Oh, yeah. So 45 years ago on November 1st, no, not November 1st, September 1st. Cause I'm thinking primaries and I'm thinking elections. So I'm thinking November. That means, you guys got, that um, means by the time you this comes out, all of you mother effers better have gone to vote. Yep. I uh, passed in my ballot, uh, I think the 24th. And my brother did as well. Um, so, yeah, uh, I just checked and our ballot was accepted and counted. So which I'm glad about. I did it all absentee mailed in and I um, did the drop box over at the town hall because they were not opening the office for anyone. Perfect. See, so, that's the yeah. way to do it. Mm-hmm. That's the but way yeah. to do it. Yeah, what September happened today in Grateful Dead Land? Oh yeah, September 1st, 1975, we saw the release of the album Blues for Allah. Yeah. That came out. Um, lesser known album by the dead. But this confession uh, i have a quick confession to make i actually have never fully listened to this record because a lot of the songs on this album later became mainstays of the live set mm-hmm. you know help on yep. the way slip not franks help slip franks this is the yeah. original help slip franks exactly yep you got the music never stopped which became a, a big main stay there um with uh, bobby and donna on vocals and then crazy fingers also became a uh, yeah. a, a, a well-played uh or substantially played song in the dead repertoire um the dead live but, yeah. repertoire the but live I, repertoire i should say here's the thing about i mean this album was important because it did introduce the world to the help slip franks combination but mm-hmm. 
it's like it's like any of the other Grateful Dead studio recordings. It's not really how you should listen to the Dead, you know. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I completely agree. Um, although, I, remember, although I will say the studio version of Althea slaps. Oh, the studio version of Althea is. Uh, oh man, that gives me, in the words of Ben Shapiro, a wet ass p word. But uh, <laughs> just oh, it's so good. It just slaps. But <laughs> yeah, there are a couple. There are a couple studio, couple studio songs that really work. Um, I really like the studio version of Mountains of the Moon. Um, I think that's a really good studio one. Um, I think. Uh, well, Ripple, of course, has a well, great. Well, anything yeah. American Beauty and working. Oh yeah, it, and working holds up in the studio just as much as it does live for the most part. Yeah, I would say though that that's because they're folk songs mm-hmm. you know like help slip franks and like scarlet fire and shit are designed to be played for days you know, yeah. <laughs> you know? but but yeah so blues for all it came out like at this time where it's after working man's dead we have about three albums or four albums that weren't really commercial successes you had um uh, what what was next after Working Man's Dead? Then so you had, was, I believe. Well, this was in between from the Mars Hotel and Steal Your Face. Exactly. So, so not yeah. like Prime Dead. And also this is in between. Was this when they took a break? Yes. Yeah, so I think, the, uh, I think this was pre-break. I think the break was 76, I want to say. Well, yeah, no, you're right. It had to have been 76 because they came back in 77 and that was like the big year. The big year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this was right, right as um, the the family is starting to kind of uh, take its toll, or sort of the size of the family of the dead. Um, and yeah, it, it was kind of like if you're thinking of studio albums that came out around this time, you've got um, uh, Wake of the Flood, you've got Shakedown Street, you've got Blues for Allah, you've got um, Go to Heaven, you've got. Uh, was in the 80s oh really yeah but yeah, um yeah I, what i'm what like i'm saying is something but yeah you didn't really get another commercial commercially successful record with the dead until um, in the dark yeah when they had touch of gray and everything and sort of that resurgence of the dead came around because i i don't think there was a huge there there was a longer time in between albums from go to heaven to in the dark than um blues for also terrapin station also in the 70s so here's that album i'm looking at the discography right now you're right Mm -hmm. so we get in 1970 between 70 and 73 you Mm -hmm. get a couple you get a number of really important records which are you get working men's dead comes out first then american beauty comes out then skull and roses comes out in 1971 and then you get europe 72 so you have a, a collection of records that's put out to an audience that will become what the Deadhead universe sort of evolves into over the next 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. you know, because the people who bought those records inevitably became the core of what the fan base would become. Um, then you had History of the Grateful Dead, Wake of the Flood, From the Mars Hotel. On this day, you get Blues for Allah. Then it's Steal Your Face. Then it's Terrapin Station. Then you get Shakedown, Go to Heaven, Reckoning. And then there's another six years between Mm -hmm. that point and In the Dark. So there's like a solid climb 
up to when they blew up in the 80s, um, which would eventually be their their big decade, as uh, John Perry Barlow used to say. Exactly. Yeah, I I see the the 70s as more of like the Grateful Dead building their repertoire. So they're releasing these studio albums, not so much as um, to be commercially successful. I saw basically the Dead going like, all right, we have all these songs that we put music to. We got Bob Weir and John Perry Barlow. We have um, we have the Garcia Hunter. We got Phil Lesh's stuff. We got everything that everybody's writing. So let's record it in a studio, not really put our best into it so that we have a basis now to then build off of. So if we ever have to reference a song that came out of whatever we were doing, we can go back and listen to it on uh, our studio. And then the 80s, that whole thing going basically up to Touch of Grey that whole uh, like 81 to 87 and then cocaine happened yeah cocaine happened and uh, a lot more heroin and <laughs> a lot more acid and I a know. shit ton more and then, weed and then jerry passed away in 95 yeah and um, so so yeah but yeah but i would say of the grateful dead studio records blues for allah does not stand up as my favorite mm-hmm. um I would say that my favorites are either Europe's, well, Europe 72 is technically a live record, yeah. but it's, uh, American Beauty for me is lo- is the album that got me into the band. Like that yep, was- Myself as well. Yep. Right. That's the album that did it. That's the one with Box of Rain and Addicts of My Life and <sighs> just all of the songs to absolutely crush you. But I will say that the- if you're looking for some really great, like Grateful Dead meets Yacht Rock, and I know this is kind of like a stretch, but listen to Go to Heaven and tell me that Althea isn't meant to be played on a boat. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, you yeah. You would hear that on a boat somewhere, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I would put that, like, I, I would go <laughs> party right now in New Bedford with David Geffen. On his, on his yacht. Fun, fun, fun fact about the David uh, about David Geffen's yacht right now docked in New Bedford. I think it's still docked in New Bedford. One of my dad's accounts for no his shit. job. My dad is selling produce to that yacht because right now um, New Bedford's a fishing port. Yeah. Um, it was originally a fishing port. And that is New Bedford, Massachusetts, for the for the ladies and the germs that aren't from the yeah. Northeast. <laughs> And David Geffen's yacht is so long that it doesn't fit in regular commercial yacht ports. It has to fit in a fishing port. And because New Bedford's one of the really only ones on the East Coast, um, it really goes between like New Bedford and New York. That's fucking nuts, <laughs> dude. But yeah, actually, I was thinking back and but my introduction. Althea on the playlist with fucking Rosanna and Summer Breeze. Like, let's Ooh. put this next to some seals and crofts and shit, huh? What do you say? Yeah. Oh yeah, I would I would throw I would throw um, Shakedown Street on there as well. That kind of oh, nice groovy bit. I want that and Doobie Brothers all day. If you guys want a really weird experience, look up Shakedown Street Walking Speed. Really? And so it's it's this really fun thing. I love listening to Walking Speed music. I, I um, especially like in college because I have to walk to my classes. No, it's actually sped up a tiny bit more because Shakedown Street is that bump bump. Bump. and people walk usually kind of medium to fast so, so my main two that i that i listened to all the time was shakedown street at walking speed and um uh uh fucking uh, arctic monkeys the 
da 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 I say it's American Beauty, but I would say that I think my introduction would be my dad had it on CD. It was uh, What a Long Strange Trip It's Been, The Best of the Grateful Dead. And so he played that. So that one had like everything. So you had New Minglewood Blues, yeah. Cosmic Charlie, Truckin', Black Peter, Born Cross-Eyed, Ripple, Doing That Rag, the single version of Dark Star, which wasn't really... Ooh. released a lot new speedway high time and then a bunch of live stuff so from like 69 through 72 mostly 72 so like okay. yeah like jack straw 72 oh yeah something just came up in my head do you have a grateful dead bathroom song Ooh, a grateful dead bathroom song by the way for so, those of you who don't know what a bathroom song is that's the song that you go to the bathroom to when uh you don't want to listen to the song for those oh, of you yeah. who see a lot of live music. For, for me, it's not so much a bathroom song, um, mainly because I'm scrolling through social media and stuff uh, when I'm uh, doing the sit kind. But um, it's mainly, uh, I have like shower songs. Oh, yeah. So I love, um, a great one that I've been listening to lately is uh, Liberty from Madison Square Garden, New York, 94. Like one of those later ones, just because that's just a fun one to go like, oh, freedom. Oh, liberty. <laughs> and I could like do all that fun stuff. Um, but I would say also, um, that would be a really fun shower song. I, I do like um, uh, Cream Puff War. Oh, it's yeah, a fun a shower one. song just because that's like one you can go, no, no, she can't take a mile to leave. And you go off and <laughs> still yelling. I would say if I had to pick a shower song, it'd be Viola Lee Blues. Ooh, that's a good one. Right? That's, that's a really a good one. one. But I thought, but my grateful dead. Oh, it's great. I love that song. The fun um, one. The uh, but the song that's my grateful dead bathroom song. It will always and forever be Candyman. I believe that that song has is cursed. That song is is cursed. Is it because when you're running? Is it because when you're running to the bathroom, you you're already saying, "Look out! Look out!" Well. No, <laughs> no, it's because whenever I see them, mm -hmm. when I've seen Dead and Co. in the before times, when I was in the before times, when they would play Candyman, something bad would happen. Like some old dude would have a heart attack, or like for example, one time <laughs> I saw them, and um. The, they play Candyman, and this guy had, like, a blood pressure spike and passed out in the middle oh, of shit. it. Yeah. Like, that oh, song's God. cursed. I believe that. That song's cursed, and I stand by that. Shout out to Tanya Keeney and Courtney Malcolm for hipping me to that. So, Candyman for me will always and forever be cursed. What's your Grateful Dead, like, Dead & Co. White Whale? What's the one that you just haven't gotten to see yet? Ooh, so I've never seen Dead and Company. Um, oh, then you can't so, answer. Yeah, I can't really answer that. Um, but I do love going to see Dark Store Orchestra. And I okay, think... Okay, so then what's the uh, question? What's the song you've, you, your white whale? Ooh, um, it actually it came up on my last November show. And it was Pride of Cucamonga. Um, 
that's one of those ones that I always love hearing is just Pride of Cucamonga and that oh oh bit olives in the sun. That's my Phil Lesh impression. It's really bad, but you have too feel- much of a chin to impersonate Phil. I have Lesh. too much of a chin. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you real quick, and uh, the chat won't see this, but I'm gonna show you a picture of my dad, and I'll be damned if he doesn't look like Phil Lesh now. Like a little like a, a, kind of close he to Phil. He does look like Phil. He looks like yeah, Phil. Yeah. And like also, my brother, when he had his really long blonde hair, because he bleached it a long time ago, he looked like a younger Phil. Like, so that's yeah. my brother. Yeah. Right? He looked like he a looked... younger Phil. Yeah. And, uh, and with the glasses. He's got the glasses. There's that picture of, like, all the dead kind of standing around, and Phil's, like, leaning on, like, the lamppost. I think yep. you know what picture I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Like, I saw that, and I was like, that's my brother. Yeah. So... The White Whale. I've never seen them do Dark Star. Yeah. I, I've never I, gotten a Dark Star. I never, I went to see J-Rad a couple of times, never got a Dark Star. Ooh, I, really? Yeah. I've never gotten Dark Star. That is my, that's my song. Never gotten it. I Wait. haven't gotten a Dark Star either, but Dark Star is not one that I'm going to go searching for. Um, and I'll tell you why, because personally for me, I feel that a Dark Star should come organically. And it should just happen. And if I happen to be in the moment, I'm going to love it. But I'm not going to be, like, bummed if they don't play Dark Star. Like, I'm going to be so happy. But I'm not going to be bummed if they don't play it. Like, there's oh, a, like... I take that back. I take that back. I've heard Dark Star. So one show, I got really drunk. And they played Dark Star in the second set at Gillette Stadium. This was a couple <clears> of summers ago. Whew. And we're outside, and the sky is fucking dark, and there's stars everywhere. And they started playing that song, and I'm on the fucking moon, and it was amazing. That shows you how intoxicated it was that I nearly forgot. I gotta talk to my dad about his like white whale songs or songs that never really. Or the song that you only heard once. Ooh, a song he's only heard once. That might be hard. My dad's seen over 60 dead shows right. in his like, life. The only, this guy only heard that one time. Oof, yeah. I'm not sure. His, one of his favorites live is just because he loves the story and the, the melody of it is Stagger Lee. Um, oh, yeah. Especially when Jerry does like that first solo. That kind of is the same with like a Stagger Lee because he yeah. kind of just plays the melody. Um, uh or like the vocal melody, I should say, on guitar. But he loves that one. My dad loves Bertha. He did see a, a set once where they opened the second set with Bertha. And it and you know how the second set usually happens as the sun's going down? Yeah. My dad's like, it was like a miracle. They hit that, Bertha, don't you come around here anymore. And then the, the sun just went down. Like, and I was oh, like, that's Jesus. so sick. That's yeah. so sick, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, we rambled about the Grateful Dead. I said at one oh, yeah. point we should do a Grateful Dead episode. Well, here it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of, though, before we wrap it up, let's talk about our favorite Help Slip Franks, because Help Slip Franks is on Blues for a law. Yep, um, you're right. My favorite Help Slip Franks will always be the Dick's Picks Volume 3, which is the Hollywood, Florida, May 77 show. Mm-hmm. That to me is the premier help slip Franks. There's a Dick's Picks volume 33, which is Oakland. That's another great help slip Franks. Let me pull it up because I'm trying to remember if it was on. 
that album or not, but I think my favorite Help Slip Franks is a Dead and Company uh, version. Let me pull that up here. Just so I mean, I they do kill it. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. It was... Um, ba -ba -bum. Here we go. Uh, Madison Square Garden, 11-14-17. Um, oh, yeah. Is my favorite one, uh, just because it goes unbelievable. And yeah, it, it just, it goes into like this weird distortion heavy part. And I'm just like, oh shit. Yeah, they went there. They took it there. Mm -hmm. um, sick, man. Yeah. So for those who are listening now on Friday, we're recording this on Tuesday. Uh, by the time you hear this, you're going to have a special prog roundup from me for the playlist of the week. I've been listening to a lot of prog lately. Um, so that will be the playlist for this week. Um, Richie, what are you working on for the people this week? Yeah, I'm working on an album review this week. I have, I'm not sure what I want to write about yet. Um, I do have a couple of ideas. So I'll, I'll keep it as a surprise. I'll keep it as a mystery. So it's, it's a, a mis mystery. It's a mystery album of the week. Ooh, I'm getting all excited just thinking about it. You know, it's going <laughs> to be like a little mystery, like my little programs on PBS. Like Miss Marple or uh, or Murder, she wrote like a little Angela Lansbury's happening. <laughs> All right, man. Well, um, as always, you should subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You mm -hmm. should follow us on the Instagrams at Richie Oliver Music at HRW Official, mm -hmm. and you should follow us on the Facebooks at High on Spirits. Hell yeah! Is there anything you'd like to leave the people with today before we say adios? Yeah, uh, wear your masks, uh, wash your hands, stay hydrated, and uh, stream pet sounds daily. <laughs> I'm going to echo that. I'm going to say wear your mask, wash your hands, make sure you voted today, September 1st, if you live in Massachusetts, and mm -hmm. go listen to Seals and Crofts. Yes. <laughs> All right, take it easy, peeps. Bye. <laughs>